This is Ozarks at Large sitting across the broadcast desk from me in the Anthony and Susan Hoy News Studios, Randy Dixon with the David and Barbara Pryor Center for Arkansas Oral and Visual History. Welcome back. Thank you. Happy Monday, Kyle. Happy Monday to you. What are we going to talk about today? Well, uh, it was a big day here in Northwest Arkansas on November 6th, 1998. Yes, it was. And you know what I'm talking about. It XNA. XNA opened the, I guess it was then regional, but now national airport. Uh, it brought the president, brought transportation secretary, and uh, KTV had full crews here, and uh, it was a big enough deal that they interrupted programming. Yeah, we're gonna, about to hear this, and I'll have to admit to you, Randy, I was surprised that Little Rock, well, of course, the president. Yes. Okay, so let's listen. This is a special report from Channel 7 News. A very good afternoon to you. I'm Chris May. We interrupt programming briefly today to take you live to Benton County, where Air Force One has just landed at the new Northwest Arkansas Regional Airport. President Clinton making his first trip back to his home state since Tuesday's election. Mr. Clinton is here to dedicate uh, this new airport, a $109 million project that sits on about 2,100 acres uh, of rural land, about 30, 35 miles or so northwest of Fayetteville. Uh, this is uh, an extraordinary project for Northwest Arkansas and one that has been a long time in the making. Uh, the dedication, the official dedication is today, although commercial flights began here Sunday. Uh, they include nonstop flights to both Dallas and Chicago. Construction here began back in 1995. A, a star-studded uh, event today. The president will be joined on the platform by several dignitaries, including his transportation secretary, who you see there on the uh, president's right. That is Rodney Slater. Uh, Mr. Clinton also joined by uh, Senator uh, Tim Hutchinson, uh, Senator Dale Bumpers, uh, Senator-elect Blanche Lincoln, who will be succeeding Dale Bumpers in Washington. Also Congressman Asa Hutchinson there from the 3rd Congressional District. Mr. Clinton is uh, scheduled to stay in Fayetteville for a few hours today, but he will not be... All right, that's from November 1998, when it was no longer... I was about to say it was no longer Drake Field accepting flights, but Drake still had some flights for a, a little bit, I think. Yes, there there had only been one American Airlines uh, flight come in the day before the president. Yeah. So I guess Air Force One was the second plane to land there. That's not and, a bad. <laughs> and Drake Field was never big enough for Air Force One. No. So this was the first time he had landed up here in northwest Arkansas. All right, we're talking about the opening of... Then Northwest Arkansas Regional Airport, now Northwest Arkansas National Airport. What are we going to hear next? Well, uh, this was the beginning of uh, the Live at Five newscast. Um, like I say, it was it was a big enough event that uh, the co-anchor, Karen Fuller, uh, came up with several crews, and uh, this is the beginning of uh, Live at Five. President Clinton arrived home in Arkansas for the first time since Tuesday's election, and he landed at a brilliant new airport in northwest Arkansas. That is where we find our Karen Fuller at this hour. She is standing by covering the president's visit. And Karen, this was a, uh, a day that was long in the making. Good afternoon, Chris. This was the realization of an eight-year-long dream by the hundreds of people who worked to make the Northwest Arkansas Regional Airport possible. We're positioned just north of the terminal. You can still see Air Force One behind me. We have had a beautiful day for this ceremony, which was attended by about 5,000 people. William Jefferson Clinton, President of the United States of America. 
President Clinton gets a vote of confidence from this enthusiastic crowd. He's the highlight of the dedication ceremony. Understand today, if you can't fly, you can't compete. But if you can fly, you can soar to new heights. Today, in a sentence, at long last, Northwest Arkansas can fly. Federal Transportation Secretary and Arkansas native Rodney Slater joined Mr. Clinton on the stage. It was a grant by the federal government in 1990 that paid for a site study that eventually made this airport possible. Today, the new Northwest Arkansas Regional Airport is no longer a dream deferred, but a glory realized. Secretary Slater praised the airport planners for coming in under budget on the $109 million structure. The president said the airport is especially meaningful to him because of the time he once spent in the region. I have known for a long time that this could bring opportunity and empowerment, access to markets, a boon to tourism. All of this will happen. The president spent some time greeting old friends in the crowd immediately after the ceremony before the motorcade whisked him off just a few minutes ago to the home of Jim and Diane Blair, old friends of the Clinton who live in Beaver Lake. Coming up at 6, we'll tell you more about the ceremony and about a special... Live at 5 from November 6, 1998. In northwest Arkansas, of course, it was huge news because this had been discussed for some time. You had to have elections for the counties and cities to, to you know go in and say they were going to be part of the, the regional authority. That That's would, right. That would create it. But it wasn't the only news that day. No, it wasn't. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Central High was, again, in the news. That has, has been many, many years. But uh, the president uh, held a ceremony in Washington before he left. Prior to leaving Washington, President Clinton signed legislation that placed Central High on the nation's list of historic landmarks. The signing kicked off a celebration at the White House commemorating the 1957 Little Rock crisis. President Clinton said that the school was, quote, as sacred as Gettysburg or Independence Hall. He also paid tribute to the nine men and women who integrated the all-white school 40 years ago. Each was awarded congressional gold medals for their courage and for, as President Clinton put it, breaking through the doors of apartheid. And, and, wait, there was more on November 6th. Yes, there, there really was. There was some national news. So uh, it, it was a good place to be uh, to have a news crew when this national news broke. But that happened between the 5 o'clock and the 6 o'clock news. So this will give you an idea of sort of how stories develop throughout a news day. After the ceremony, the president did what he usually does. He worked the crowd, saying hello to some old friends and meeting some new ones as well. He spent about 30 minutes before getting into the motorcade, which then took him to the home of Jim and Diane Blair in Beaver Lake. Those are some old friends of his as well from the time that he spent in Fayetteville with uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton as well. We aren't sure of his plan after that visit, but we are told that there will be an evening departure by the president. Remember, he is not staying overnight to attend the Razorback game tomorrow. As you can see, Air Force One is still behind me and we'll be out here to cover his departure and have the latest coming up on Channel 7 News at 10. Chris. Karen, there is a major story on the national scene tonight. Sources close to House Speaker Newt Gingrich say uh, that he'll resign from Congress. Any idea whether President Clinton will take time in Highfield uh, to comment on those reports? We are hoping to have access to him, of course, Chris, and we're 
hopefully thinking that when he makes his departure, we might be able to do that. I spoke with Skip Rutherford, however, just minutes ago, who's a personal friend of President Clinton and well-known to folks in the Little Rock, Central Arkansas area. He said that the president is looking forward to some private time. He'll most likely be on the phone to people in Washington to keep abreast of the situation. But in all likelihood, the local media here will not have access to him, so we won't have any comment on that specifically. All right, Karen Fuller, live in Highville tonight. Karen, thanks very much. What are you doing at KETV in 1998? I was the assistant news director and executive producer. So you probably remember this from the other side. Oh, yes. Day. Yes. We, uh, you know, that there were, we probably had four cameras here, but there was also uh, a network pool that we uh, brought our satellite truck up. There were thousands of people there. And as you'll hear, the, the crowd estimates kind of changed throughout the day. It goes from <laughs> 5,000 to maybe 10,000. You know, it, it's, I, and I've never been able to estimate crowds very well. I've and been terrible at that. The news day continues. If you're the assistant news director, I'm, I'm obviously quite interested in this. If you're the assistant news director at 5 or 6, are you still working at 10? Well, and in an event like that, okay, yes. yeah, okay. Uh, usually, I was out by six thirty to seven. Okay, um, but on a on day, day like, like that, I, I was there throughout. Right. So now we're going to go to the late news, right? And you know, the, the president has left. He's gone to the, to uh, the Blairs, uh, Jim Diane Blair's house, and uh, we're just waiting for him to come back. So this is what's developed. By 10 o'clock. It was three days ago here in Atlanta that Newt Gingrich and a few thousand of his supporters were celebrating Gingrich's re-election for the 11th time to Congress. Now, less than three days later, Newt Gingrich has announced he is giving up the top post in the House of Representatives. As House Speaker Newt Gingrich left his office outside Atlanta, he made no comments to reporters. The only explanation for Gingrich's decision to step down came from his press secretary. Um, but he decided that this was a matter of principle, and uh, in order for the, the party to continue to move forward, he thought it was the best thing to do. Gingrich was facing increasing criticism over the party's poor showing in Tuesday's elections. Republicans had hoped to gain as many as 30 seats in the House of Representatives. Instead, they lost six to the Democrats. A fellow Republican uh, challenged Gingrich for the party's leadership. I don't do so lightly. I don't do so cheerfully, but I do so resolutely. Explaining his decision to fellow Republican leaders, Gingrich made this statement. If I tried to stay, it would overshadow the work of the Republican majority. I am not willing to preside over a group of cannibals. Just hours after the announcement, another Republican congressman threw his hat into the ring. Well, I don't think my job is to unify the party as speaker. I think the job is to unify the Congress and, indeed, the country behind an agenda for the good of everyone. President Clinton issued a written statement from Arkansas calling Gingrich a worthy adversary. Clinton said he appreciates the time he and Gingrich were able to work together in the national interest. Gingrich has implied in his written statement, and we have it confirmed from one of his colleagues, that he is not just giving up his position as Speaker of the House, but that he will also be leaving Congress when he finishes this next term. Reporting live from Atlanta, Dean Staley, ABC News. Now back to you. And we were there in place to try to get the president, but he has not returned yet. You know, as he tends to do, he, he uh, gets waylaid yes. and delayed. He did that when he was governor. Well, and, and he never did make it back during the 10 o'clock news, but 
Karen did catch up with Mac McClarty. Karen, again, a remarkable night. Has there been any more reaction from the president uh, on Newt Gingrich? Chris, good evening. We're still awaiting President Clinton's return from the private reception at the home of his old friends Jim and Diane Blair, though we are seeing some activity pick up in the last few minutes. At the home of the Blairs, we understand he did issue that statement that you made reference to. I spoke with Mac McClarty, who was with the president when he got the news today about Mr. Gingrich. I asked him to put it all in perspective. I think it clearly suggests there's a fracture in the Republican Party. Um, and I think it clearly suggests this election uh, was an important one. And I think you can see the consequences uh, that, have, that have taken place in the Republican Party. Mr. McClarty also says that he expects Mr. Gingrich to make a formal statement about the future of his House seat, possibly as early as Monday. Meantime, politics were set aside for a while this afternoon as the region celebrated the opening of the new airport. Uh, what was it like for you going back in the archives and seeing this all, knowing that you were part of this? It's Well, this whole process has been amazing for me because, you know, the, the first part of it from the 60s and 70s, I was reliving my childhood, mm -hmm. all the politics and things that I remembered as a kid. But now we're progressing enough that I'm reliving my career, my 31-year career at KATV. So uh, I, I'm having a blast. Good, good. Yeah. You can find all of this and much more at just put Prior Center into a search engine. That's right. All right. And go to the KATV section. There you go. And let me go ahead and thank Barbara Tyson and the Tyson Foods Foundation for making all this digitization possible. Yeah, it was announced. It's been a few years now. since. Well, that... it's a long process. Yeah. We're talking 26,000 hours of news footage, and we've actually digitized about half of it. Now, it's not online yet, but because now you have to go through and organize all the metadata that goes so you with put the it. tags on it and yes so that when you do look up a description you can click on that description and it goes straight to the video so that's the tricky part of it and it's very tedious we have uh several folks working on that now yeah yeah wow that's amazing all right you'll be back next monday we'll explore more hi arkansas history yes thank you randy thank you